Hey, David. Hey, Kevin. You know what I really like in a webcomic? Nudity. Yes, but you know what else I like about webcomics? Evil. Yes, I love comics about evil people, especially when it's a bunch of the baddest of the bad competing to see who's the most evil one in the universe. Ooh, that sounds like a lot of fun. What comic is this? That would be Villainverse, the most fast-paced, mass-destructing space opera ever created. All of the worst villains in the entire universe compete to see who's the baddest of the bad. Meanwhile, the number one most evilest villain plans the worst scheme this universe has ever seen. And you know what else? What else? It's free to read. That's the perfect price. I know, isn't it though? You can find it at villainverse.carrd.co. That's villainverse.card with two r's.co. And it's available to read on various platforms like Tumblr, Metabang, and there is actually a Discord for it. How awesome is that? That is super cool. Yeah. So go check it out. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Supernatural Selection. I'm your host, Kevin the Bastard. With me, as always, are Mike the Skeptic. Mike, how are you, buddy? Tired. Same. Yep. We, we had a very rough day at work today. Yes. Oh, I'm sorry, guys. Oh, man, no. We won it the... It was just physically exhausting. Yeah, we won the lottery, so we got, like, all of our back shipments sent to us at once. Yeah. Hey, supply chain crisis is over. Yay, not really. Now they're going to take two weeks off and fall back behind again. Yeah, it's it's a weird, dumb it's system, but yeah. Nepotism. So, <laughs> and with me, uh, as always, again, Mr. David Davis. How are you, David? Now, see, I knew you were going to introduce me, but I still took a drink anyway, so I had to quickly drink before I responded. <laughs> you should know better I'm by good now. At this. We're professional good podcasters. At this. <laughs> no, we don't make uh, no, money. We're not no, professionals. Uh, we make twenty dollars a month. We don't. We don't make our living at it. <laughs> okay, that? that's fair. That's fair. We're professional amateurs, though. You're no, hobbyists I'm... until you make a living doing it. Then you're a professional. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. It's our night gig. But, <laughs> yeah, but no, I'm I'm doing wonderfully. Um, you know, I saw X last weekend. It was amazing. Oh, dude, everybody I know is seeing it, and I've got to see it. I want to yeah, see yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, it is so like bad. especially if you're interested in like 1970s, like that weird intersection between like exploitation films in the form of like horror and pornography. Because uh, that's like it's a, it's an entire vibe on its own, you know. Um, you had so me just, at pornography, pornography, yeah. pornography. Yeah. Uh, and then, of course, also I'm writing high from the new One Piece chapter because that was an amazing chapter. Oh, really? I'm a huge One Piece fan. Yeah, like I, I, I okay, this is probably going to make you laugh at me, but like I actually got some tears in my eyes when I read the latest chapter. Fucking weeb. It, it's, it's the culmination of like over 20 years of storytelling where like, oh, all it, these things are coming together. Oh, is it ending? Uh, yeah, like the, the, the manga is in its end game now. I think okay. we've got maybe like two years left before it's all said and done. Okay, that's because like, here's the thing. I 
I tried to read it, but like, there's so much. That was what stopped me originally because our mutual friend Phil Poinko. Um, Poinko he was like, he's like, no, you need to you need to check out One Piece. I'm like, yeah, but there's so much of it. I had the same issue with Doctor Who because there was so yeah. much Doctor Who. I'm like, I don't know where to start. And oh then I, yeah. I, but you know, you you, you got to take the plunge, especially um, because everything's coming together now. It's cool to see all these seeds that are laid out, and it's like, oh my god, there's significance to all of this. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, that's cool. I mean, speaking yeah. as a former webcomic artist and creator, I mean, that's kind of how Coda's world was for me. So, I mean, you know, I got gotcha. you. Yeah, yeah, and like I'm I'm doing that stuff with Cosmic Dash right now. Like I have all yeah. these like events that are coalescing in these recent stories I've been doing. So it's it's fun to see like, you know, some a story that I admire kind of doing the stuff that I strive to do. Right. Well, you know what? That has nothing to do with this week because this week, baby, <laughs> it's the week in weird. Mike yes. is going to start us off. We have got all the news that you probably don't want. So, <laughs> Mike, why don't you start us off with something? So, so- all of us here pretty much have vehicles, right? More or yes. less. Any, have you ever had any had, had anything stolen out of a vehicle? Oh, yes. <laughs> uh, yes, a, a few times. I've had a uh, few friends recently that uh, had their vehicles broken into. Right. I, I had sucks. one of my cars broken into twice, and each time they stole the battery. Oh, wow. <laughs> like that's... the car battery itself. Yes, the car oh, battery, wow. yes. Wow, that's fucked. What would they, they take from yeah. you, Kevin? Uh, well, it, uh, they broke into my van and stole your stuff. Oh, yeah. But did you, have you had anything of your stuff stolen from a vehicle? Uh, no, because my vehicles all look like I drove them straight out of a fucking swamp. Yes, yes I was going to say, I had a, had CDs, and I think, well, didn't I also have, like, a coat? Yeah, They got your original stolen. army coat. Yes. Oh. Mm-hmm. And so, um, well... Be glad you you know weren't in Denver, Colorado a couple of weeks ago because a delivery truck had a box of human heads stolen from it in broad daylight. That's funny. Uh, <sighs> I mean, what the fuck? I, you, I feel bad for the thieves. I mean, do you, well, so the box was a very obvious like you know you, you ever seen organ transplant it's you know cooler ish like it was right, blue right, and white right, right, right. and on yeah. it said exempt human specimen exempt human specimen so now, now was this in a van or a car it was a delivery truck okay okay so i, I was gonna say even, kevin so. spacey has been busy no Oh, I mean, the there, there is a there is a possibility that they just jumped on and grabbed the smallest thing they could. I mean, I'm assuming this is like one of those, you know, Estes truck or something that you know mm-hmm. does drop shipping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So uh, it was probably just sitting in there, and they grabbed it. I mean. Like- could it be like maybe a situation where it's like an organ smuggling ring who like we're tracking the shipment? Maybe Ooh, that would be way cooler. That would be cool, like, but I yeah. doubt it. I'm just imagining I don't think there's a large market for human heads. I'm just imagining well, well, Herman eyes. gets home. Can't you do eye transplants? Uh, maybe. Like, uh, do we know if the eyes were still inside the heads it or were these heads? Just I don't know, but like imagine he just gets home. Opens it, 
Yeah, I was going to say. And there's so. just these fucking faces staring So maybe at they him, thought man. they were getting like drugs or something. Oh. Obviously, it was medical. But yeah. yeah, they open it. I'm assuming the heads are in individual bags. They open a bag excitedly right, and it's right. head. I mean, well, not disappointment. I'm assuming they freak the fuck out. Oh, the oh, abject oh, okay. terror, man. So I'm going to say something potentially controversial. Uh-oh. The, the best tacos come from the head of the cow. <laughs> So I'm just saying. Are, just saying, you know, are you saying you would like cheese. to try human head cheese? Well, yeah, I mean, you know, I'm just, I'm just saying, like the best tacos come from the head of the cow, the tongue and the cheek. So I'm, I'm just saying, like maybe they got something out of these heads. Yeah. Well, you know, they could have, you know, used the heads in various ways. Maybe oh, make Parker. a bong out of it. Kimper. Yeah. You ever smoke but cash? Out I, of think, I think. I think. I think really, though, it boils down to the, the thief probably did it to just show his teacher that he could finally get ahead in life. Oh, I was t- <laughs> man, oh, you great. beat me to it. That's the bad thing. You beat me to it. That's <laughs> but no, where I was going. So apparently they were destined for a plastic surgery practice, um, practicing oh. facelifts. Oh. Okay, so you know, you know what sucks? Like, imagine being an organ donor, and yeah. then you go to something like plastic surgery instead of saving a life. Uh, well, oh, I'm assuming like, I, I, they probably already had their eyes harvested for corneas, like you had asked earlier. And I, I would think that yeah. they would take those first. Oh, the most metal jack o' lanterns ever. But, uh, but I'm sure, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure the the you know we don't waste much when we get when the medical community gets cadavers. They don't you know no, it's, let it's much like go to waste. Buffalo. Yeah, use yeah. every bit. Don't use every bit. Yeah. So. So, uh, do you think do you think they practice, you know, butt implants on the butts? <sighs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Hypothetical situation: you open up the medical cooler, and inside are just butts staring <laughs> at you. Um, I'm pretty sure the thief would find use for those. Look, here's the thing: heads. I'm gonna be screaming if I open up a thing, and there's just like five asses pointed up. I'm not gonna stop laughing for a while. There, there my, is good eating in the butt. I know, but also, but is that what they mean by eating ass? Uh, it's called eating cake now. Thank you. I, I had cake earlier. It was not ass. Are you sure it did have brown icing on it? I'm pretty sure. Oh no. Okay, that's fair. Kit made some cake earlier, Aww. and uh, Mike loves cake. Now, see, that upsets me because I'm not over there having cake right now. I'm sorry. Yeah. If you were here, you could have some cake. I'll, I'll shove some through the internet for you. I. What's the <laughs> upload speed on a cake? Uh, pretty slow, actually. Okay. I'm just thinking about 50 years, we'll be able to 3D print cake. <laughs> yeah. If I could 3D print cake right now, it just wouldn't taste very good. Yeah, it wouldn't really be edible. It'd be very hard and crunchy. Indeed. So, thank you for that amazing, uh, heady story, Mike. Yes. I'm happy with My that. It's absolutely spinning. Oh, at least it's not spinning in a, in a Tupperware thing. Uh, David, <laughs> what have you got for us? Well, okay. Are we familiar with a certain 90s comedian named Mike Myers? Oh, yes. Never heard of him. Yeah. No, you remember he, he killed all them people? <laughs> oh, yeah. You know. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, everybody knows Austin Powers. I'm personally a big fan of uh, So I Married an Axe Murderer. 
which Wayne's I think is his best movie. Wayne's World. Wayne's World, of course, is excellent. Remember, we're old enough that Wayne's World was a going concern. I remember before yeah. he came up with Wayne's World and he was just on SNL. Like, I had a yep. Wayne's World t-shirt in high school. I remember that. I played Wayne's World 2 on the Super Nintendo. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, God. Um, yeah, no, Mike yeah. Myers. Uh, um, hasn't been up to much, much since the Love Guru, but yeah. Right. The Love Guru wasn't terrible, but the reason I bring up Mike Myers is because he has a new project, which is right up our alley. I um, saw that. Yeah, so he has a comedy series, a limited series, coming to Netflix called The Pentaveret. Um, and he's playing with the numerology here, so um, pent, pent being like five. Um, so right. a teaser account, uh, a, an account posted the teaser at 5.55 a.m. announcing that the show would premiere on May 5th. Oh, wow. But here's the problem, and this is what's upsetting me. It's a six-episode series. God damn it. <laughs> Motherfucker, <laughs> now he's just trying to piss off people. You know what? I think that's a deliberate joke in the whole thing because it he's is. paying so much attention to the number five, and then it's like, oh, by the way, six episodes. Um, that being said, it like it looks very fun because you know Mike Myers playing multiple characters mm-hmm. is always a lot of fun, um, and the the cast is fantastic. I'm very interested in this because um, the series looks to be about a secret society that runs things. So we right. talk a lot about conspiracies. So specifically, uh, the show. Uh, is created by Mike Myers and directed by Tim Kirkby, and it asks, what if a secret society of five men, a.k.a. the Pentaveret, have been working to influence world events for the greater good since the Black Plague of 1347? Right. There's a lot of shots of, like, uh, plague doctors in the trailer. Yeah. Now, here's the thing. Mike Myers plays eight characters. Why not um, five? Again, it, it's it's funny like that, but like uh, so he plays a Canadian news journalist, uh, conspir- an English conspiracy theorist, a far right radio host, a member of this uh, pentaveret, mm-hmm. a media mogul, a Russian oligarch, a former rock and roll manager, and a tech genius. So he's playing all these different characters. Um, also on the cast is Ken Jeong, um, mm-hmm. Keegan Michael Key, and Which, Jennifer Saunders. Awesome. Yeah, Wait, and then Jennifer, Jennifer Saunders. Saunders is, yeah, she's playing two characters. Oh wow. Okay, I'm yes. I'm happy to hear that because I love Jennifer Saunders. Yeah, but you know it, it's cool because he's going to be playing multiple characters, and then like all the imagery is that secret society stuff that we absolutely love poking oh, yeah. fun at. Yeah. So I'm just I'm here for it. You know, I I, I miss Mike Myers. I I like lost my shit when I saw um, Inglorious Bastards, and he had that brief cameo as a uh, general. Well, you know, he had that uh, cameo in uh, the the Queen biopic. What? What? Oh, oh man! He which, played, which one? He played the guy that told them when he heard Bohemian Rhapsody, "No one is going to bang their head to this song." I didn't see that one. I wanted to. I just haven't. Is it good? Uh, not really. But that scene okay. is hilarious because it's Mike Myers saying, "No one's ever going to bang their head to Bohemian Rhapsody." Yeah. Okay. Now that that sounds great. That's but like, the joke. Yeah. But you know him, him coming back and doing, and you know he's like a very nerdy guy anyway. He um, really his, is. And and this is also it might almost be a sequel to So I Married an Axe Murderer because he plays his own grandfather in that one. Yeah. Um, and the guy keeps talking about the Pentaveret. So there's the idea Does that he? maybe these things. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, I, I okay. recall that from So I Married. 
an axe murderer. So. Interesting. So there's only one thing I really hope for with this, that somewhere in episode six, we get a Dana Carvey cameo. <laughs> as oh, himself. that would be wonderful. Or as uh, the master of disguise. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, I, the I turtle just, guy. I, you know, knowing Mike Myers, like, uh, like I'm talking like I know him personally, but no, like, um, knowing how he works, like, I would not be surprised if we have some secret cameos on the way. Because oh, he sure. did also recently do that Austin Powers, like, I think it was a Kia commercial or something. Oh, or some he? sort of. Yeah, they did, like, a, a thing with, like, Dr. Evil. Oh, um, right, they, right, they had, right. You know, yeah. Dr. Evil's, you know, they had number two, they had... Yeah, you know, they everybody. had like the whole crew, Seth Green and everybody. Yeah, which was fun. You know, it was nice to kind of get that snappy character stuff back. So I think, yeah. I think he's due for a comeback. You know what? I'm okay with that, honestly. Yeah, you know, and I know this isn't like like weird news, but it's also like in our wheelhouse. So I it, felt like it, it was is because it's about a secret society. And uh, you know what? We'll take a look at it and we'll report back to everyone on what we think. It, it is weird because Mike Myers is still getting work. I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I, you see like something happened. Like, I don't think it was because love guru was like a bomb, but I think he had like some personal stuff going on. Kind of mm -hmm. like how like mm -hmm. Rick Moranis like retired from acting yeah. because, you know, his wife died and everything like that. So, you know, Rick Moranis will still appear in things like very seldomly, but it seems like Mike Myers. Yeah. He's, he's doing a big comeback with this. I think so. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, well, that's, Cool. I mean, I'm excited. Mm -hmm. So, uh, I've got some news. What's your news, Kevin? My news is once again from MysteriousUniverse.org and my favorite reporter on the site, Mr. Paul Seaburn. The headline... A.K.A. your doppelganger. My, my doppelganger. Doppelganger. Uh, well, Mr. Seaburn's uh, title for this one is Ghost Hunter Reports a Severe Shortage of Ghosts to Hunt. <laughs> and what he did was he uh let's see here's the quote since january 2020 i have contacted all places that are believed to be haunted on my app and asked if residents owners or staff have experienced any unexplained activity so far i've had almost 800 responses and even so-called very haunted places like collinsboro castle in south yorkshire the Eddington Park Hotel in Stratford, considered one of the most one of the most haunted in UK, the UK, and Fortnum and Mason in Piccadilly, so they have not had, uh, not experienced anything in recent years. So what you're saying is that we're at a spiritual mini minimus, something like that. Maybe they uh, Ghostbusters are really stuff. good at their job. But it does seem, here's another quote, but it does seem as though many famous ghosts are either dormant or have faded away or moved on. It could be that a spirit has a natural source of energy to begin with, which has dwindled away over time, leaving them without the reserves to manifest. It may be that ghosts can be recharged. You sometimes hear stories of ghosts suddenly appearing again after many years' absence. Well, you know, that's complete conjecture, but... Yeah, no, sure. Well, well I'm, there, there's the theory that ghosts are some sort of, like, residual energy. And mm -hmm. as we know, with, like, the law of entropy, like, uh, energy... Runs out. Yeah. Right. 
another theory about why this is happening, though, is the sheer number of Ghost Hunter TV shows and the fact that every place wants in on it for tourism is like, we got a ghost! Come look at our ghost! Come look at the ghost! <laughs> and then as soon as the cameras leave, well, there's no actual ghost. It could be the ghost see that we have it hard enough already and like, damn, we're going to leave these guys alone for a little the, bit. No, I was going to say the ghosts just looked at the events of the world today and like, fuck that. I'm moving on. I'm, yeah, I'm no, going to pass the veil. And- that's that's my theory is that basically ghosts looked at the world and said, yeah, no, we're done. <laughs> it's entirely <laughs> possible at this rate. Yeah, just it's like, I don't know if I can die again as a ghost from like nuclear the, war, the, but the world, the world is Ukraine. The world is the ghost Ukraine. And, you know, they're like Poland. You know, heaven is like Poland. Just like, okay, you can all come in. Come in quick. Get out of there. Get out. Run. Run. Maybe they saw the, the the video of that woman doing the stand-up set in front of the movie theater screen, and they just, like, fucking died. Oh, <laughs> Jesus God. That woman, dude. What right? even was oh that? Like... I, I don't I don't have an issue with cringe comedy because most people like when they see cringe comedy that they can't take it right. I'm just like oh this is great, but like I actually felt what people feel when they see cringe comedy when I watched yeah, that video. Yeah, it was like a transcendent experience it, for me. It was not for me. I was horribly I don't even uncomfortable. Know what you're talking about. It's this woman just in a movie theater, just rambling mm-hmm. like a fucking nutcase, and then they, they were trying to repair the the projector. Yeah. A movie oh. premiere, and, and then she just goes up and she does her tight twenty. <laughs> it is not tight, Mike. It is a oh, wow. very loose twenty minutes. And she's also a medium. Oh yeah, no, she says she does psychic, uh, psychic healing on the side. Psychic <laughs> healing comedy. Yeah. Uh, you know what? I'll give her some credit because I'd rather go to a healing stand-up than uh, Brazzo the Gazer. Mm. Just yeah. saying. So, yeah, uh, but yeah, ghosts, running out of ghosts, something, uh... All out of ghosts, no all, ghosts here. <laughs> we just killed no more people in a tragic way. They all yeah. went to the moon. No, we, <laughs> ghosts on the moon, is that what you're saying? Well, you, you know the joke, right? The, uh, moon's haunted. Oh, right, yeah, moon's haunted. What? Cox gun gets back in capsule, moon's haunted. Which I always wondered, it's like, what is he gonna do with the gun? Yeah, what the are you gonna shoot the ghost? Maybe they're corporeal ghosts. That's not. It a just ghost. sounds like a perfect movie. It really does. It sounds like something from the asylum, and I want to watch it. Moon ghosts, <laughs> or a sci-fi original, whatever. Well, that, usually the sci-fi originals are handled by the asylum. Yeah, that's true. I miss when sci-fi originals were just handled by sci-fi. Mm. I wish when sci-fi. I miss when sci-fi showed actual movies. Or TV shows like yeah. Farscape. Yeah, sci-fi just kind of became USA with a couple of original series. Yeah, I miss Farscape, I miss Stargate SG-1, I miss Mystery Science. Actually, I don't miss Mystery Science because it's coming back, baby! I, I've been watching Farscape on um, Comet, uh, or Comet, yeah, which is a oh, free cool. streaming sci-fi. It, it feels like old school sci-fi channel. Oh, cool. Because they're not producing any originals. They play Mystery Science Theater. They play Farscape. They play The Outer Limits. They play um And this is sliders. a streaming thing? Yeah, yeah, and they do, oh, like, Godzilla marathons. Yeah, uh, Comet's fantastic. It's, uh, like, old school sci-fi channel. That's awesome. Okay, well, yeah, know what I'm doing this weekend. Cool. 
All right. So uh, that's my story. Mike, what you got now? All right. So I want want you to put yourself in a situation. Uh, I'm always in a situation, but okay. You're you're in Mexico. Okay. Okay, I'm already kind of You want to smuggle some contraband across the border. What do you want to? What are you going to smuggle? Is no, it in just, my butt? Just in your vehicle, hidden in your vehicle. What would in you? What if I had a box of butts? Could I use them as stockings to smuggle things? Hey, uh, actually, if you declared the butts, yes. If I'm smuggling, I'm gonna either smuggle cocaine or butts. You could be hauling ass. I no, yeah, no, that's the whole reason ass. I want to do it. I want to be hauling ass. Uh. I want to. I want to. I, I want to sneak them cheats. Yeah. I think I would smuggle in monarch butterflies. Really? Okay. Off season though. Oh. Because oh, when they go oh. north, I bring them back to the south. God damn, dude. <laughs> <laughs> so fuck with the natural order. <laughs> so what you're saying is you basically just want to give nature the finger. Why not? Why not? Okay, that's fair. <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. Mike, what would you smuggle? Um, drugs. I mean, why not drugs? Yeah. Just all the drugs, every drug. I knew like someone. Aspirin, acetaminophen, you know, insulin, all the drugs. Insulin. Yeah. I know. So, wait a minute. Aceta, aspirin? <laughs> that took me way too long to realize you're talking about aspirin. I was talking about just the Over boring the drugs. Generics. Yeah. <laughs> Over the counter, to you. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Prilosec, OTC. Again, he's just doing the same thing that I'm doing. Just because usually you get your over the counter meds in Mexico and bring them up north. Yeah, yeah. So, Mike, I'm sure you had a reason to bring up this smuggling what? thing. Oh, you already you already said butts, right? I did, in fact, well, say butts. Well, what I tell you that two people in separate incidents were found smuggling. Com- I combined 200 pounds of baloney. Jesus Christ. Is, isn't baloney smuggling a, a, a slang for something? Um, heard, I don't know. Heard, I mean, it could be sausage smuggling. Yeah. Because yeah, I've heard of, like, you, you fucking baloney smuggler. I've heard of that before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, probably. Well, no, well, I'm calling one of my coworkers tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> you fucking baloney smuggler. <laughs> fucking Oh my god, that's great! But uh, so uh, yeah, two hundred pounds of illegal meat. Just what? Now, now, was this like pre-cut or is this? No, no, like the big full? logs, the big, the big, big tubes, big meat. You know, like logs. you see them pull out. At, say you want some bologna at the deli, and they just whip out that giant giant tube and throw it on the slicer yeah that's what it is so so there's one of them had 110 pounds the other one had over 100 pounds and they're smuggling this into the united states into the united states from mexico because in mexico it could be had for as little as ten dollars a roll okay i'm gonna ask this we know that we don't know there are known unknowns of what goes into American bologna. Yeah. Look, look, Do we if, know if what kind of unknowns might go into Mexican bologna? I was going to say, you know, American bologna is already kind of iffy, mm-hmm. but at least it's to a standard. 
right. black market Mexican bologna <laughs> is just asking for. It's probably more heroin than bologna. No, it's probably more fingers than animal. It's probably more yeah, oh rival God. cartels than what of the cartels? That's where they're going. <laughs> oh my God. How's your bologna, son? Well, it tastes like Diego. Oh, no. Oh, my God. My no, me gusta. And, yeah. and, and to be no, clear. No, bueno. And to be clear, part of the problem is, you know, if, if I wanted to go to Mexico and buy me a roll of bologna and bring it back for personal use, as long as I declared it, I'm pretty sure that's fine-ish. But these are people hauling massive amounts of the meat and not declaring it. Yeah, I'm sitting here. Okay, and and, and here's the other thing. Okay. So, imagine the freaking uh, drug dogs when they got a sniff of that. Oh, my God. They probably just went bananas. <laughs> just like, meat, meat, meat. It's like, I haven't seen him go this berserk since he got a snoot full of cocaine <laughs> that's a lot of baloney yes, i'm is. really thinking about that now and that is a lot over of 100 pounds per incident you one know was 110 one was about 120 pounds you know what's bad david huh it'd probably be easier for you to smuggle baloney than us just because you're closer to the border i think <laughs> yeah go oh get yeah us no I'm, I'm probably like uh maybe like an hour and 40 minutes maybe two hours from the u.s mexico border oh wow i didn't know you're that so close. i already have my escape plan so <laughs> oh good okay well i hope your escape plan involves coming back for us with that hot hot mexican baloney so and these are almost ten pound rolls of bologna. That's a lot of fucking tube meat, man. Yeah. Are they selling it? Weird. I you have to assume you you don't bring back that much bologna without you know trying to turn a profit on it. You're not. Maybe, maybe gonna there be, was a camping trip, a Boy Scout camping trip. Or they're something. not. They're not gonna you know host you a luncheon on that much luncheon meat. <sighs> But the fact that it was like ten pound logs of bologna, it's just yeah. like I can't even imagine like, like ten of them that much bologna. Ten or eleven they, they ran they ran prisons and daycares. That's what it is. And what are they are they in the trunk? Did they like hollow out the back seat specifically for bologna the, the, smuggling? The, 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 the car was mostly made of bologna. Oh my god! They drove. Did someone sit on the polo- uh, the bologna log. <laughs> was it a bologna pony? <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, I just I'm. I mean, you have to wonder too if if this. I never really thought of like. This being, you know, a contraband. Right. But you have to think what other weird shit they find at the border. I mean, really. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mexican Cokes. <laughs> well, you know. So, so, wait, they recovered this baloney, right? Mm-hmm. Did they send it back to the rightful owners? Well, no. I mean, they bought it. They were the rightful owners. They just couldn't bring it into the country in that it, such no. quantities. It sounds to me like maybe Border Patrol like staged this whole thing, you know, because they got like a nice supply of baloney. Free baloney. Yep, yep. Now, I but, don't even know enough people that aren't sick of baloney to make it worth the run. Apparently, there is I, a. I haven't eaten it in years. Black market baloney. There's a market for it. 
Sounds like a load of baloney to me. Yeah. Okay. Is this like the back end of the human trafficking thing? Oh, no. Mm. no, 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 no. Well, here, here's some good news, though. They, they didn't serve jail time for it, but they will face civil penalties. Oh, yeah. No, they'll Could have, you imagine like, being in prison and, you know, that they find out what you're there for? Oh, dude, yeah. Smuggling baloney. Hey, what are you in for? Well, I killed 38 people with a spoon and a fork. How about you? I smuggle baloney. <laughs> you walk into the mess hall and it's like, hey, you, you fucking baloney smuggler. <laughs> <laughs> they, they would make you, you about sm- to earn that name, boy. Yeah, about, you'd smuggle a lot more baloney inside the pen. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, man. Uh, this sounds like a trailer park smuggling boys. Meat. This sounds like a trailer park boys episode. I just it imagine really like, them does. going and smuggling like baloney from the U.S. to bring it back. Because they did bologna sandwiches all the time on Trailer Park Boys. Right. It just sounds mm. like a Trailer Park uh, Trailer Park Boys story. I, you know, the, it needs to be on something. They need to do it on a show. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, that's this is ridiculous. One of the funniest <laughs> damn stories you you've given us in a while, Mike. Thank you for that. You're welcome. Uh, you do for one. Yeah. Yes. David, what what have you got now? I, I actually pulled up a second story as well. I'm going to go through. So I have three stories this time. Ooh. Yeah. Um, first story, though. Well, I got two, what do we so know- fuck you guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, what, what do we know about, like, awkward social interactions in Japan? Like, do we know about, oh, like, God. that whole industry of, like, hiring stand-ins? Uh, I know that, I've- like, you can hire a woman to, like, just go on a date. Yeah. To oh, okay. Be like, well, we're talking about es- you're talking about escorts. I'm talking no, about no, like, well, no, not escorts like okay, you know okay. sex. I mean, like you know, will you please go to dinner well, with me? Yeah, to you know, to make your family or you yeah. know, class reunion think you're you know not a loser, which probably if you have to do that might be you're but, probably a loser. Yeah. Um, so so yeah, there's been this like cottage industry in Japan and South Korea of renting strangers to impersonate like. Friends, family, and other stuff, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, I think I remember this reading this story. Uh Yeah, so for the past four years, Soji, uh, I'm sorry, Shoji Morimoto has built a cult following by offering himself as a warm body who can simply be there. Uh, This was an article from The Independent, so I'm just going to kind of read over some stuff here. Please do, because I'm sitting here, I'm I'm like, just, what? It sounds like a great job, honestly. Okay, um, sure, I guess. So he's done a few different gigs. One of them, like, he listens to healthcare workers describe their mental health toll on the pandemic. He's just, like, a friendly face that they could talk to. Uh, I don't think I could Um, do that. Okay, here's another one. He waited at the finish line of a marathon for a client who wanted to see a familiar face at the end of the race. Okay. That's kind of sweet, right? Okay, I mean, a little sad, but okay, no, I mean, yeah, no, I I gotcha. Uh, another example, one woman hired him to accompany her. She filed her divorce fa- uh, papers. So just company to be there, didn't want to do it alone. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, once sat with a client with a hem- uh, during a hemorrhoid surgery consultation. So that that's interesting. Yeah. Wow. <clears throat> so well, if, so if it's like a regular, if it's like a repeat customer, though, I can kind of see that. You like, you've built yeah. a repertoire with this guy. It's like you have some, you know stuff you don't want to deal with alone it's like only you're not i don't want to ask my brother that guy's an asshole yeah hey, you know maybe like you go hey to my, my rent a friend yeah 
you go to the DMV and you have like a guy who just sits with you and talks with you for a while. Um, sure. So yeah, basically, basically what this guy finds is that like his clients don't want to burden people that they know with that's, like with their needs. That's definitely a Japan thing. Yeah, yeah, very that's much. So. Oh yeah, Japanese. no, that is that is such a Americans will will burden every fucking body with our shit. Oh god, right. yeah, no, yeah. And, and, you know, he talks about, like, here's a direct quote from him. People come to me with crazy problems. They're usually not people who look like they're suffering. Everyone, even the ones that seem well, all have their own sets of problems and secrets. So, um, you know, it's just it's it's very interesting. It's a very Japanese thing. Because you read these yeah. things about things that go on over there, and you're like, no, that, that tracks. Um, so people kind of renting themselves out to be like a plus one for sure. awkward social interactions and stuff like that. Just so, yeah. like, like going to a party, you don't want to go by yourself. Yeah, so uh, it's, you know, again, it's kind of like a, it, it, it's weird, but not like in a bad, weird way. It's, it's just, not, it's, it's one of those, it's unique. Yeah, it's kind of heartwarmingly weird. Mm-hmm. Hey. But it, it's also like a symptom of like what, mm-hmm. what's going on there culturally, which sure. is interesting as well. Well, here's the thought, though. Guys, we could rent ourselves out as your American friend. <laughs> Nobody wants an American friend these days. Oh, oh my God. And we can spell ourselves by size because I can be small. Kevin can be medium. Mike can be large. <laughs> oh, yes. actually, why don't so we you say like you're a Canadian friend? friend? Would you like to supersize that for only $1 more? <laughs> yeah, we could charge a premium on Mike. Comes with bean cup. Mike shows up at the door with just a styrofoam cup full of, like, refried beans. No, he baked beans. Hello. Pork and beans. Hello. I have the beans. (laughs) Beans for the Mothman. (laughs) Yes, callback. Oh, man. Man. Okay. Oh, shit. Before we move on to another story, uh, I got to tell you, David. Uh, I'm supposed to be making a bourbon trip sometime uh, at the beginning of April, which I won't be here, but you guys are welcome to record an episode without me. Um, oh, man. But I've almost got the person I'm going with convinced to stop in Hopkinsville. Yes, do yes. it. Yes. Kentucky, yes. Oh, I've already got the filler episode figured out. Oh, great. Okay. I know exactly what I'm going to do to Mike. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Do to. Wow. Subject me to. Yeah. (laughs) You're my bitch. (laughs) Mike, get the saddle out. All right. Oh, no. So, uh, I don't know. That's actually kind of heartwarming now that you told the story. It doesn't like... It's not as creepy as I thought it was going to be, you know? You know, there's fun stories coming out of Japan right now, like, so I think it was we should Amer- embrace that. Because, like, if it was America, it'd be like, well, uh, yeah, it'd be like, well, I sat on uh, the toilet seat next to a tub full of milk with a 90-year-old woman in it, and uh, I gotta live with that now. The cake farts. <laughs> yeah, cake farts. They hired me to warm the toilet seat for him. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, and it's like, I'm I'm warming the toilet seat, sir. I know, I know. Keep doing it. It's hot. Could could you take your hand out of your pants, sir? No. It seems like a f- kind of a fun job. You know what I, I mean? I know. Like, if America were different, that would be a fantastic job. You know, yeah, that that is very true. If America were different. 
It's like, how was your first day on the job as a warm body? Well, I got mugged. They, I was looking for a warm body. Uh, warm body. I snuggled up and sniffed his armpit. <laughs> you, you do that too well. That is very disturbing. Carl, what the hell are you doing with that ha- hammer? I don't really know. I just woke up holding it. Thank you. <laughs> hey, by the way, you haven't found a uh, shaggy story for me, have you? No, I haven't, but okay. I'm going to find one. All right. A shaggy dog story? A shaggy... Oh, God. Fuck! <laughs> it's It's got to be something like... The minute there's a museum where there's a heist where someone is dressed up like a ghost, it's going to be a jackpot for us. Yeah. <laughs> or something involving mineral, mineral rights and an amusement yeah. park. Yeah. Or baloney smuggling. Yep. Uh <laughs> oh, I should have read that. Why? Well, you know well, what? Say it's something fine. as shaggy about smuggling baloney. Say you fucking baloney smuggler. Zoinks! You fucking baloney smuggler. <laughs> <laughs> Scoop! He's got the meat in his bottoms. <laughs> what? One hundred twenty pounds of baloney in his butt, <laughs> man? No, just in his pants. Oh, he only had one leg, but he walked out with a fake leg of baloney. <laughs> Well, that happened. Yes. So, uh, my next story. Uh, so, this is kind of tangentially related to Mike's first story about the box of heads. Okay. This is from the AP News, believe it or not. Mm-hmm. Bag of animal heads linked to sacrifice ritual? Question mark. Or really good tacos. Yeah, this is a short article, so uh, I'm just going to read it. Several animal heads found in a plastic bag in East Greenwich last month, and this is in Rhode Island, appear to be related to some sort of uh, religious animal sacrifice ritual, the Rhode Island Society for the Prevention of Cruelty said Tuesday. The bag originally brought to the attention of police on February 25th near a boat launch contained a calf's head, several rooster heads, a lamb head, and a kid goat head the animal welfare group said in a statement. It is believed that animal, rema- that animal remains that were found were from animals that were sacrificed as part of a religious ritual, the nonprofit organization said. The bag also contained grains and colored cloth material associated with previous animal sacrifice investigations and two hand-drawn pictures, the organization said. One looked like a letter D with an arrow through it, and one looked like a smiling theater mask. The R.I. Okay, you got me. <laughs> it was me. That was it my was signature. You. It was that's that's <laughs> wow. That's fucked up. That David <laughs> David the D with the arrow through it. Yep. Yep. The R.I.S.P.C.A. asked anyone with information about the bag or the significance of the drawings to contact their investigators. So, uh. Uh, fucking animal heads in a plastic bag on a boat launch. So just leaving their heads around. Just, just leaving them laying around. And here's the thing. You know what this reminds me of? Hmm. In an episode of Roundtable of Gentlemen, Henry was talking about one of his neighbors, like the Haitians moved in to the neighborhood, and they were always committing animal sacrifice. And it kind of sounds like some kind of weird... uh hoodoo or voodoo voodoo or some kind of a bizarre uh ritual like that it sounds like some of the stuff that goes on in uh mexico actually 
Oh, like the Ungunga. The, with the drug cult. Yeah. Yeah, and the Ungunga. Yeah. So, no, I yeah, like I mean this stuff is still out there. Um, you know. Sure, it's, yeah. It's, I mean, so it's, it's always weird to stumble across it. Like imagine how bad your day is going to be when you like you're walking and you stumble upon like a bag of animal heads. It's bad, but having found a dead human body, I'd rather find the animal heads. Wait, wait, wait. What what what? Yeah, I found a body one time while I was a teenager. Christ. You, weren't have, that, you didn't get that close to it. No, but I mean, like, I was about 10 feet away. I mean, it was in a is it, is in a drainage ditch. ditch and uh, he had mm. a belt around his neck, and he was obviously dead. Oh, Jesus. And uh, I'm just going to go ahead and say it, man. It takes a little bit of you with it. Oh, oh you know? yeah. I mean, because I, I I, like, I've seen corpses before. Yeah, but I not feel like... like Anytime you find something like that, like a little piece of you goes with it. Yeah, yeah, you're never going to be the same after that. Like, because I've seen corpses like in a, an anatomy lab and in a morgue. You know, I'm I'm like nine years old, and my mom's like, "Hey," because uh, my mom worked at a hospital. Hey, do you want to see what the dead bodies are? <laughs> like, hell yeah, hell yeah. But it's it's that context. You know what I mean? Right. No, I like, mean it's a difference between finding a murder victim and seeing your parents for the last time, kind of thing. You know? Yeah. Or a suicide yeah. victim. Sure. Yeah. No. But you know, I'd still, given the choice, I'd rather find the uh, the the animal heads. But uh, I'm gonna so, go for neither. So so here's a question. Now, obviously, had a purpose to do with the bodies. Couldn't they just take the heads with them? You just have to leave the heads there. Again, the heads know. have good eats. I'm, I'm just I'm putting that out there. Do they just I forget don't... the heads? They were like, "Hey, Carl, you got the heads? Oh yeah, I do." And they I... get where they're going. Carl, give me that bag of heads. Oh, uh, I shit! Think I forgot them. I left them on the boat dock. Yeah. Who's trying to mess with people? My <laughs> hey, thing. we're here. By the way, you want to know how you can tell? <laughs> Here's the thing about this whole animal head thing. Uh, sorry about that sound there. My uh, my computer just decided I really need to know that uh, a driver got updated. Yay. So the thing about the animal heads is I think that being part of the sacrifice, they can't do anything with them because they belong to the entity that it's been sacrificed to. Oh. Like, so, so there's like that, the, but obviously they took the body somewhere else. Unless they were burned. Well, they could have burned the fucking heads, too. Okay, fair. Um, I'm saying is why, why they took the bodies, but left the heads. What if they... Okay, okay. Hypothetical situation. It was on a boat launch, right? Mm-hmm. They're out in the middle of the fucking ocean, right? They mm-hmm. got the cinder block. They got the rope. All right. Let's toss the heads over. Fuck the heads! Yeah. yeah, the boat launch is kind of weird to just do a sacrifice on the boat launches. Well, I maybe, think maybe they, they were taking in the heads with the deep ones. The ooh, you know what? Might be it. Some kind of weird ass, uh, old ass Lovecraftian god shit. That <laughs> might be it. You may have stumbled on the truth. And so here's yep. another thing is so so what if they're doing animal sacrifices i mean unless they're like torturing the animals what is the uh you know prevention of cruelty to animals have to do with it i mean people get people can butcher animals 
I want to point out also, this is completely different. Um, in the article, it says it's the Rhode Island Society for the Prevention of Cruelty. No, not to animals, just everything. Just cruelty. Well, well, they better get on these fucking, you know, megacorps. Jesus. I mean, like, are, are they going to go after the mean girls in high school, too? Amazon. I don't know. I mean, you can't tell me you have being forced to piss in bottles isn't cruelty. Mm-hmm. That's truckers. Well, that's Amazon warehouse. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Okay. I didn't. I'm sorry. I'm not. I'm not up on all that stuff. Truckers do it. I'm going to be mad at you anyway. Okay. Thank you. Truckers do it by choice. (laughs) Yeah. You can't tell me they don't enjoy pissing in the bottles. Way of the road, my friend. Gatorade bottles, because the mouth is wide enough. Should ask uh, Austin about it. Uh, I have. Then he says, "Gatorade." I mean. Does he, does he enjoy it? Does he just do it for funsies? Oh, no, he hates it. Oh, okay. Have you ever wandered by the side of the road and seen one of those piss jugs? Uh, no. Yeah. Yeah. I don't yeah. I don't spend a lot of time on the verge of highways. I have... Well, we uh, just lead very different lives, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> I've, been, I've spent enough time on the sides of highways. Just enough. <laughs> With his thumb stuck out and his Daisy Dukes hiked up. I got my leg out, my skirt hiked up. No, you're wearing Daisy Dukes. Oh, right, yeah. They pull up, roll down the window. I'm like, see anything you like? <laughs> no, and just speed <laughs> off. <laughs> you want to talk about UFOs? <laughs> they throw up in their mouth a little bit. <laughs> God. <laughs> Just the VARP. Drive <laughs> off. <laughs> so, uh, that's my story. Uh, Mike, what else you got? So, I got a little little thing here. Just, you know, a little tidbit. So, in the nature of the universe. <laughs> God damn it. It's a very so, small topic. Yeah, so right. there seems to be a lot of symmetry in the universe. By the way, uh, real quick, mm-hmm. if you haven't gone on our Twitter and found the uh, Supernatural Selection bingo card, please do so and uh, start marking them off on this episode. <laughs> well, we'd have to have a lot more bingo cards for an actual game. Sure. But uh, so they, they've. You know, there seems to be a lot of symmetry in all the universe, like some that this uh, points out. There's uh, symmetries in charge. Basically, if you flip the charges of all the particles involved in an interaction to their opposites, you'll get the same interaction. Right. Or uh, parity, which is, you know, in chemistry, you know, you've seen the the diagram of what a chemical looks like in all their bonds. Uh, yeah. Well, if you mirror image that, chemical just because they have you know one you know form the opposite mirror image still acts the same way as that chemical even though you know they're more likely to form in one uh handedness i guess versus the other or uh where's the third one so, so they favor a certain orientation basically when when these Symmetry, things, though. When yeah, these molecules but, combine but yeah, but if they were flipped to the other direction, yeah. it would still work the same, you know, mm-hmm. still act like the same chemical or uh, parity. If you look at the mirror image of an interaction, you get the same result. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's what it was. And time, of course, mm-hmm. if you run an interaction backwards in time, it looks the same. 
they decided so a paper recently decided to uh take it to its biggest extent and look at uh time overall and seeing you know what it would take to for that symmetry to apply to it because it is kind of weird you know if you think about it you have your three dimensions which have both directions but time is very linear and and this kind of dovetailed into the uh looking at dark matter too so the make a long story short they're basically suggesting that there is an alternate reality not really alternate reality but an alternate timeline that at the moment of the big bang it created our time going forward and another universe time going backwards yeah so but but that does kind of and this, this is provable it's the interesting thing about this is it's provable um because it uh see can i just say i wish i had acid right now <laughs> yeah you're getting punished when you and i do that episode when kevin's gone i'm punished oh, for this one thank you thank you <laughs> so uh the fundamental symmetries i was talking about earlier are called cpt for charge parity and time um the new paper uh says you know even though that only applies to interactions uh perhaps such a symmetry can work for the universe itself now would you consider yeah. this to be an alternate reality so it's i guess it would be an alternate universe, universe. Really. Mm -hmm. uh, just a mirror universe yeah and in fact all the uh but all the charges would be opposite okay it, it'd basically be i guess it would you know it doesn't say it specifically here but it also explains kind of seems like it would explain another thing which so when the universe is created there's they expected there to be equal amounts of matter and antimatter but for some reason there's more matter in our universe than antimatter because otherwise it would have just you know nullified each other out into pure energy so this other universe could be the antimatter universe correct with just a little bit of real regular matter in it mm. Um, it all, but the the reason it's provable is because of dang it I should have reread this story. But I get the idea. But it does make sense if you think about uh, the point, the uh, the the original. Let's call it the singularity that started the Big Bang. Yeah. Uh, our universe is bell shaped, basically. So it makes sense that there would be a blast on the other side. Yeah, but it's a all down to neutrinos. Okay. Uh, so we have certain neutrinos, and if we can find. Okay, geez. so here, here's my question. Here's my question. Yeah. Is this something that I have to worry about in like five years, <clears throat> and is it going to oh, cause the end God, of the world? Hell no. I mean, it's been now, around for if it's if this is real, it's been around since the beginning of the universe. So, but but now yeah. scientists are like really like looking at it. So well, how how screwed are we when they try to create some way to like we're going to cross into the mirror galaxy? Well, you the the, the bad news is you can't because it's all you'd have to time travel back to the Big Bang and then pass go the, the other Big direction. Bang. It'd be like mm. you know going to Nebraska, just something that can't be done. <laughs> 
So, didn't this have something to do with, like, dark matter? So, what it is, is uh, they predict that one of the neutrino species could be massless. Currently, physics can only place upper limits on the neutrino masses. Mm-hmm. If physicists can ever conclusively measure the neutrino masses, and one of them is indeed massless, that would, uh, you know, prove the CPT symmetric universe. And... So, in the Big Bang, there's also the thing of inflation, mm-hmm. which is kind of a hacky way to, because, you know, right after the Big Bang, they say there was this inflation stage, but that's only there, not because of something we observe, but to kind of explain an area we don't understand. It's like the best guess, but this model doesn't have uh, the inflation so the CPT respecting universe would demand the existence of at least one right-handed neutrino species, which apparently all the ones we uh, predict are left-handed. All the ones we you know know about, but a right-handed neutrino would be the ones from the other universe. It's it's a these species would be largely invisible to physics experiments, only ever influencing the rest of the universe through gravity. But an invisible particle that floods the universe and only interacts via gravity—that sounds like dark matter. Mm-hmm. So it it kind of dovetails into a few things. Of course, you know, there's a plenty of these that have been you know, uh, kind of miracle sounding explanations that we. One either either turn out to be not very provable, or you know, too different. Like you know, I don't think like string theory. I don't think we could ever, at least with our current technology, can prove or not. But this this is very basically if we can find a certain uh, neutrino mm-hmm. would be a pretty good proof of this proof of this and that's something that's fairly reachable from what i understand okay that is interesting you know and the other thing was we're going to find out that everybody in the mirror version of you know our universe is going to have a goatee and is going to be evil oh of course i mean that's a given this is you know what actually this is the mirror universe that's why in a discovery there's no contact they've moved too far apart there you go yeah, well, I mean, you know, it, it it is a mirror universe. I mean, sure. technically, yeah. although if we ever traveled there, we'd probably just blow up. Oh, right, be man, man. Let me have my Star Trek reference, please. Sure. Thank well, you. Before we move on to David's next thing, uh, I've got one little thing I'm going to throw in here. Is that okay? okay? Sure. Yeah, as long as it's not a 10-pound log of baloney. Jamie Lee Curtis is going to officiate her daughter's wedding in a World of Warcraft cosplay. Hell yeah. Okay. Jamie Lee Curtis Jamie is Curtis. just fucking nerdy as shit, and I love her. Oh, yeah, yeah. She's fantastic. Yeah. Be sure to check the uh, clinking ice spot on your, <laughs> on your uh, card there. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, it's exactly it. Yeah. Uh, but no, I just think that's amazing. And uh, I yeah. just saw it online. I was like, okay, well, that's, you know, it's here. We're, we're going with that. 
Yep, no. Jamie so. Lee Curtis is fantastic, and I worship the ground she walks on. Yeah. So, um, Mike, anything else about the uh, Mirror Universe? Um, it would be interesting to know if, uh, you know, is it... I mean, obviously, it would have the same or have the same but flipped uh, starting parameters. But I wonder how different or the same it is. Yeah, because it makes you wonder, like, well, if if it's more antimatter than matter, like, is there a chance for, like, an antimatter equivalent to... Is gravity stronger? Oh, yeah. I mean... No, I mean, so I, I'm i pretty sure... Because gravity is supposed to be the weakest force, so... Yeah, but I'm pretty sure gravity is... Like, antimatter doesn't make anti-gravity. I, I know that, but I mean, like, is matter. gravity stronger in that universe since it's weaker here? Probably not, no. Because it's... They're... They're not... They're symmetric, but they're not that different. Oh, okay, yeah. all right. So it's 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 literally just backwards land. But I mean, if so, even if there was a Milky Way galaxy, there's no guarantee there's an an alternate Earth. It's, it's incredibly hard stuff to think about. It you know? is. Yeah. Uh, today I was talking to my students about the concept of deep time, you know, and I, I can't even like really remember what happened to me 10 years ago. Like, so trying <laughs> to think on the terms yeah. of like billions and trillions of years, it's yeah. just, it, it's, it's so impossible to really like conceptualize these things because our frame of reference is going to forever be tainted by what we know. Yeah. We would have to be able to de- detach ourselves from that entirely. And that's impossible to do. Yeah. Mm, not impossible. That's what math is for. Just, but. Well, math is for nerds. Even, yeah. even math comes to a point where it's like, I cannot grasp this number no matter how many times you write it down in front of me. Well, like, what the fuck? That's, Imaginary that's numbers, really? <laughs> but <laughs> math. Math. So, you know, I... I see a lot math about not even like, once. How is how did we find math to, you know, being the language of the universe and how coincidental is that? It's actually it's like no, math is something we've just like we've taken our language and morphed it around, you know, modern concepts. Yeah. Math has been beaten into submission to explain the it's universe. Been, math has been codified. No, it's been just, like I said. Beaten like a circus monkey. Beaten in a submission. Okay. Well, oh, and also I did want to ask something. Speaking of bingo cards, Kevin, how does how does this universe fit into the superstructure? It, you know what? The funny thing is, it could be Tiernanog. It could be the superstructure. It could be full of all these bizarre-ass creatures, and they bleed through somehow. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, at, also, technically, the superstructure would be uh, laid over both universes, having been created at the same time. So it'd be like peanut butter and jelly, and the superstructure is the bread. Uh, it's one slice of bread. Fair enough. So yeah. well, does that mean that sandwich? the superstructure has its opposite? Yeah, obviously. 
Actually, I hadn't thought of that until you just said it, and I said, obviously, and now I'm like, well, I need to start thinking then. Well, what now is the I just opposite? want a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Same here, actually. That would be really nice. So, uh, <laughs> David, what have you got for your, uh, your, your next story here that you found? Well, I have fat goldfish. What? Yes, fat goldfish. So, um... um <laughs> so in Canada right now, they're having a real issue with supersized goldfish. Are they eating McDonald's? Uh, no, these are just in the wilds of Canada. Holy people shit. Flush goldfish. Those, are, yeah, those are orange bowling balls with tails. What the they're, fuck? They're, it's like if Dom DeLuise was a fish. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, it just won't stop laughing in the closing credits of Cannonball Run, yeah. But, you know, it's just, it, you know, we, we know that idea that, like, the goldfish will continue to grow the larger the body of water yeah. it's in. So, like, obviously, if you put this fish into a natural habitat, like a lake or something, it's going to grow bigger. But the way that the goldfish body plan works, it just gets this insanely huge belly. You know what it looks like? You remember that episode of the Brack show where he fed the goldfish three ham, <laughs> made a made the goldfish a three, <laughs> three ham omelet? I mean, that's it. That's 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 the fish. You see the yep, top yep. down view of the fish, right, Kevin? Where? Scroll down. Scroll down. Holy God! <laughs> Fucking hell! It's just a balloon with a tail. It's like me in like skinny jeans. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like it's got cirrhosis of the liver. That is a very rotund fish's. Rotund is a good word for this. And when I saw this, I'm like, wait, who came up with the, the fish that I have in my comic? Because in my comic, I have a certain fish that's like a staple food, and it looks just like this. <laughs> it's just goldfish. Yeah, just it's like a big goldfish with like a big balloony front. And... Uh-huh. So um, I just I, I figured like fat goldfish would be kind of a fun little. Oh, it thing. is. It just yeah. it seriously looks like a caricature of a fat goldfish, but it's that really being said though it's devastating to the environment. Is so, it? Um, yeah. Apparently, they found twenty thousand goldfish living in stormwater pond outside of Ontario. Jesus Christ! Um, they are hardy survivors. That's why they make such uh, popular pets because, like those things. Unless you're my brother. My brother had a goldfish for about a week. My he sis- named it Float, and by the end of the week, it sure as hell was <laughs> That's a fucking curse name. <laughs> right. So, um, yeah, like goldfish are um, like a very territorial species. They're very hardy, and just. Uh, yeah, they're they're causing all sorts of problems for the environment. I was gonna say, my sister killed every goldfish I ever had, and oh, not like on, on purpose. purpose. Not on purpose. Okay, I was gonna say, Just, like, dude, dude, she'd be home, and like, we'd go to my grandma's house for a day, and come back the next day, and my goldfish is dead. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, the fuck did you do? Three whole hams. Yeah, obviously. No. hams. So, so the, the main issue is that they are um, voracious eaters. Uh, they, That's true. They are very hardy, and they breed very quickly, and there's a real risk of them becoming like a monoculture. They also have this thing where they don't stop growing. Like, their size is dependent yep. on yeah. uh, the enclosure you put them in. Yeah. So if they're able to get out of this, like, stormwater environment... I'm pretty um, sure there they is... Can, a limit on goldfish size, but it's definitely you know bigger what I than mean, your yeah. average. Like, like you yeah, know, it's, it's the reason why Godzilla can never exist because his body would just collapse under the weight. The same just thing a, happened a to a blue whale-sized 
goldfish ain't happening. Yeah. No. Now wow. here's my question: Are goldfish edible? Like not the cracker, no. but I mean, like no. actually eat. I mean, technically, technically, but from everything I've heard, they do not taste good. Now, now what about these thick boys? Because they got those nice thick bellies. Uh, I don't know. I have, have a feeling. It? I have a feeling it also depends on like what they eat. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Which is funny because catfish are just like mud eaters and they're delicious. Right. I don't know. Maybe we should look at seeing like maybe these goldfish might be edible because I mean they certainly got meat on their bones. So apparently goldfish like pretty much every fish taste what they like what they eat. That's so, what I was saying. I mean, so you feed it that gross those gross pellets. Now if you get you know fed them some good stuff, they'd like, probably be fine. Like a well, cow's they're head. living they're living in like storm water. Runoffs, yeah, so, but they're like, yeah. probably eating other fish and stuff. Mm. Yeah, or the fishiest poop. of probably, fish. Yeah. Well, they definitely eat poop. I've seen that. Mm. But like, uh, I guess uh, just fuck goldfish, man. Well, well, like, don't do that because the animal can't consent. You, but. you know what I mean? Just to hell with goldfish. <laughs> um, but no, like I'm, I'm curious. So like, damn them fish. It, because we were talking about invasive species a couple yeah. weeks ago. Yeah, with the with the uh, the the wasps, right? No, yeah. the spiders. Yeah, the so spiders. The spiders. It was the yes. spiders. So, right. So it makes me think about all the people who flush their alligators. Like, there's all those theories about like alligators well, living that in sewers. That has been proven to be true sometimes on occasion. Yes. And then, of course, there's also like we should do a uh, like an urban legend animal edition, like the Rat King and that sort of thing. That ooh, have you ever seen the preserved Rat King? I have not, but I don't want to. Uh, it's a great photo of, like, a mummified rat king. That's just... It's, like, the most horrifying thing I can think of is a rat king. Really? <laughs> Honestly, yes. It's just all their little tails, like, tied together, all tangled up. It's like that game Katamari, where you're rolling all the <laughs> stuff around. It's just this giant boulder of Imagine being in a sewer or a subway tunnel with this giant Indiana Jones-sized boulder of rats. Ratamari Damasi. It's my favorite game. Yeah, no, seriously. Horrifying. That's horrifying, and you know I'm right about this. It is pretty horrifying. Okay, sure, but what if they had knives? Well, that's just putting a hat on a hat. <laughs> Putting a hat on a hat. Yeah, it's redundant. Okay, I guess. I mean, so you just just the rats, you know, they probably all like go wanting to go different directions. They're like, no, I want to go this way. No, I want to go this way. But in rat. And now, you know, now imagine that thing moving towards you and how weird its movement pattern would be. Oh, jeez. Like, do you remember that episode of Cowboy Bebop, uh, Toys in the oh. Attic, with the little, the rock lobster? Yes. And how that fucker would move around? That's how the Rat King would move around. Mmm. Mmm. Yeah, see, now now you're coming over to my side on this issue. But I never said, I didn't discount it. Kevin was the one that poo-pooed that idea. I'm just saying, Kevin, there are ways for it. I am Kevin the Bastard. I mean, I'm just saying that, like, there are so many ways it could be more terrifying. Yeah, but it but doesn't mean that it's not terrifying as Kevin, it is. Kevin, yeah. war is terrifying. Nuclear yeah. war is horrifying, but it doesn't make regular, old, normal, 
you know, gun warfare, not okay. terrifying. I, for some reason, I was just convinced you were about to say, but a nuclear bomb that sprays rat kings. <laughs> now that's even oh, worse. God. A, a horror story about an irradiated rat king, like getting people <laughs> off the streets of New York. Yeah, I'm uh, writing that movie. Guys, guys. I'm selling that shit to trauma. A, a rat king is just nature's gestalt. It, it's like a combiner transformer, but the, rats. It's, it's the rat zord. It's ra- I'm making my own Toxic <laughs> Avenger movie, and he's going to fight a giant 20-foot-tall ball of mutated rats that are all tied together. <laughs> <laughs> and it it's going to be amazing. It to death with a mop. So something <laughs> I... To go back to the fishes, though, there's something mm-hmm. I did find out. So apparently China does uh, raise them for eating they raise everything for food well, true but if you feed them right they just taste like carp which makes sense since i think they okay. are in the carp family yeah yeah because well, the koi is also a carp correct yes yeah yeah they're, they're cousins to goldfish so. okay so we could eat them yeah if you if you just fed them right sure okay so why, why aren't we why aren't we eating goldfish then uh, like, hey, given the size that they seem to grow like big big tilapia doesn't want us to what was that one god awful fish I had? Zwai. Oh, Zwai. That is the worst fish I've ever tasted. Zwai. Did you eat that? Because I thought it would be good, and it was like four dollars for twenty of them. <laughs> and I was like, "Wow!" So that's oh, what. Fish and bulk. That's what I got. Four cent fish tastes like. Which, Jesus Christ! Which, which is the renamed mung fish? Um, is that uh, tilapia? I, I think that's tilapia. Yeah. Yeah. Remember, kids, if you're eating tilapia, you're eating mung. That's terrible. That sounds like the asshole, uh, the asshole of the fish kingdom. It does. <laughs> mung. <laughs> the mung. I think it's also because pretty much m- the majority of uh, American fish is like not farm raised, where China's really big into farm raising their fish. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, we have farm-raised catfish. Well, yeah, but like I said, the majority of American fish, though. Yeah. You know, we're we're all about that, you know. Deplete the environment. Yeah, exactly. yeah, I want catfish, too, now. Um, right. Mike, do you have any other stories? All right, so th- we may actually have to get into get in-depth into this uh, more in, a, in our next, like, UFO episode i'm sure we'll do another one. Oh, we need to do a uh government <laughs> oh, you sweet summer child. <laughs> but but so so recently due to a uh a request a june 2021 classified uap report that also, was given to congress was partially released mike before you continue i just want to say your source on this one is the black vault.com oh yes but uh no, I just wanted to get it out there if anybody wants to go check this shit well, out. I'm sure we'll put it in the show notes. Sure, we they, will. You know this this because you can download the PDF and it's pretty interesting, at least because it's an official you know redacted documents with all the the black squares all over everything. Um, but some of the you know conclusions they're basically at least officially saying here, although it wasn't something that was given out at the time. Um. By saying that the available reporting is largely inconclusive, that there's no, it can say there's, even with limited limited data, there's no one cause that they can find for uh, UAPs. 
almost said UAP phenomenon, but that's redundant. <laughs> um, saying that some of them can be attributed to, uh, dang it, what's the term I'm looking for here? I don't know, but man, look at all them black boxes. Yeah, there's a lot of them. Aren't <laughs> I mean, there? like, there's one page where it's just like, here, have some nothing. Okay, there's one <laughs> sentence on this page. In over half of the 144 reports uh, from USG observers, <laughs> unidentified yeah. aerial phenomenon, and then nothing. <laughs> yeah, there's just the, and there's there's also like attributions to the black boxes. I'm like, I wonder what those mean. I mean, they're yeah. probably just referencing why they're. No, I you mean, know. and like the shit it's saying is like tantalizing. Observers frequently described unidentified aerial phenomena as mm-hmm. though such as a shaped objects. Yeah, like, I mean the, 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 the summary seems to be the most readable because it has yeah. you know doesn't point out to specific things. Um, it does say that they clearly pose a safety of flight issue and may pose a challenge to U.S. U.S. national security. Yeah, which that's you know that's something. But yeah, yeah. so the the analysis says it falls into several categories of what they could be: either airborne clutter, natural atmospheric phenomenon. Uh, USG or US industry deve- developmental programs, foreign adversary systems, and a catch-all quote other bin. See, that's your J. Allen yeah. Hynek bin right there. Yeah. That's really freaking cool. We're gonna have to do like an actual, uh, like a, a an actual UFO conspiracy episode, yeah. mm-hmm. but uh. This report was prepared for the Congressional Intelligence and Armed Services Committees under the auspices of the ODNI, which is the Office of the Office of the Director of National Intelligence. It was drafted by the UAPTF and the ODNI National Intelligence Manager for Aviation with input from uh, some of these I don't acronyms I don't know but it lists a whole bunch of acronyms like and only signet or whatever. No, well, USD parentheses I and S. I don't know what that is. U.S. Department. I don't know. But then there's a black box over one of the departments, so they can't even that. list one of the departments. But DIA, FBI, NRO, which is you know National Reconnaissance Office, the guys that operate the big space telescopes that look at us. <laughs> Uh, NGA, I'm not familiar with. NSA, everybody knows that. Air Force, Army, Navy, Marine Corps, DARPA, FAA, NASA, NOAA, ODNI, NIM, Emergency and Disruptive Technology, ODNI, National Counterintelligence and Security Center, and ODNI, National Intelligence Council. I just figured out what the one that was blacked out was. Hmm. ACDC. <laughs> no, I think it's a three-letter <laughs> thing. But when your department has to be black boxed out, mm-hmm. what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> they can't no. even let us plebes know what this department's three letters are. Oh, yeah. We, we have, uh, we obviously have some sort of intelligence agencies that we just do not know about. It feels so good to be getting back on a list again. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. So, hey, boys out there in Richmond, we missed you. Uh, but seriously, I mean, I'm fascinated by this. Um, 
Also, as far as UFOs go, I got a fantastic book today, David. It's a vintage mm-hmm. book published in 1966. It was 75 cents when it was released. It's called Flying Saucers, Serious Business by That's Frank they wear a tie Edwards. and everything. Yeah, no, I mean, like, this is like the whole, the old meme of internet, serious business. Yeah. Oh, they got the famous uh, hubcap UFO photos in here. This is great. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to read the shit out of this. One thing that I would like to do, and I'm going to ask uh, the people who listen to help me out with this, is I want to find, like, a good, reliable, well, okay, reliable in quotations, heavy quotation marks here, but a reliable source on, like, UFO uh-huh. sightings as they come out because when we do Weekend Weird, I'd like to say like, hey, you know, we got another UFO. Fly you know, Let's look at it. Yeah, I, well, I just I want to find the, a good source for that. The so. problem is that the only organization I can think of offhand is Mufon, and their archive is shit. Yeah, you They're know that's the thing. But I, I'm wondering if we can pull something together. Like, yeah. there's got to be a subreddit that's a little. Well, there is the UFO subreddit, but it's it's a lot of people going, do you think that disclosure is going to happen by next Thursday? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you, so, you, know, do you I'm think gonna when disclosure enlist... happens, they'll let me have sex with an alien? <laughs> I, I'm going to enlist our listeners to see if they can help us out with this, because I'd love to yeah. do, like, uh, you know, we got five new UFOs this week. Yeah, yeah. So if anybody out there knows of any uh, sources for sightings, please hit us up on Twitter at SuperNatPod or in the Discord. Mm-hmm. There's a link to it on the website, SuperNatPod.rocks. So uh, is that it for the uh, the stories this week? Yeah. I guess yeah, cool. We'll, we'll dig deeper into that one. Absolutely. So uh, I think it's time for X to give it to us. Yep. So uh, what's he going to give me? A a puppy? Uh, (laughs) Oh, you wish it was a puppy. Actually, it's going to be about us giving. What? Yes. So what is is that? First. So so first of all, um, uh, there's also an interesting synchronicity here because we're dealing with the number five. Right. The the yeah. Yeah. So. the, the topic of the post is titled, I Need a Favor. Okay. okay. So the, the request is this. Can you all please visualize the numbers 555 and charge them with your positive energy? I'm going to do something big with this and need your help. Now, the reason I chose this thread is because there was only one reply and it got closed. Okay. So I, I want to help this guy out. So what I want us to do is I want us to visualize the number 555. I want us to put that intent, that positive intent into it. I was actually um, seeing 555 on a documentary yesterday, so... Yeah, and we're going to see if we can help this gentleman out, because it feels like, you know, he he, he seems like he needs help. So we're, we're going to uh, see if we can, like, lend him some energy, because, like, he didn't get it from uh, from the post, because the post got locked. Right, so I'm, try- might, I'm sending positive vibes... Everyone, send this man positive vibes on the number 555. Just think about the number and that uh, whatever this guy's trying involving the number 555 will succeed. Unless he's like the next Hitler. Unless he's Hitler. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Let's hope he's uh, the next Fred Rogers. 
In fact, charge the number 555 with all the positive energy from Fred Rogers, yeah. Bob Ross, and uh, uh, Keanu Reeves. Yeah, so I might even just like take a piece of paper and write down 555 and just, you know, try to manifest that for him. Yeah, do a masturbation you know, like, sigil on it, do- set it on fire. <laughs> Um, you, you do know I'm not doing any of this, right? Uh, it's for the readers. Listeners. Um, listeners. Readers. Listeners. Sorry. Old webcomic habits. Old dog. Hot podcasts are an audio medium, Kevin. <laughs> Thank you. We're going to make Kevin start transcribing these. Oh, God, no. No, we honestly should because I'm looking at like how we could like use YouTube for this, and I have some ideas. Okay. But it would require transcription, and I don't want to do that, so... <laughs> So yeah. that does remind me uh, that an upcoming episode, someone did painstakingly transcribe all the audio about the Russian robotoids mm. into the description of a video. Uh, you, but you talking about the number five reminded me, um, Dave, are you familiar with the Discordians? Sounds familiar. All right. They did mention them on last podcast during the Chaos Magic episode, but I have a card that is in their, uh, their quote, holy book, mm-hmm. and I keep it in my wallet. The bearer of this card is a genuine and authorized pope, so please <laughs> treat him right, uh, effective forever, genuine and authorized by the House of Apostles of Eris. And uh, there, it they have uh, their their five laws are the pentabarf, <laughs> and uh, it's it's just look up the pentabarf, everyone. Read it. I'm not going to read it on the air. We're probably headed toward a uh, kind of a yeah. We're almost at an hour and a half or so. Yeah. So yeah, but yeah, it's it's the fun stuff. Uh, it's kind of like if Monty Python started a religion. Interesting how like five showed up. Yeah, five yeah. is uh, five is the number right now, and the number of the counting shall be five. 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 So let's also. Here's a thought going into this. Between episodes, heading into the next, you know, heading into the next uh, weekend weird. Let's look for synchronicities. Okay. Yeah, I'll see what I can do. I'll, I'll listen to the Police album. <laughs> good album. Actually, real good album. Sounds like an episode of Bastard Beats. Yeah, no kidding. I may have to do that. Uh, I don't know what I'm doing next week. I didn't do one this week. I just let the Midas one repeat, which is fine because it's awesome. <laughs> anyway, so... Uh, I guess that's it. We don't really have any questions, I don't think, do we? Nope, nope. I, uh, we we uh, didn't really think about questions yeah, this week. We didn't that's ask true. Them. Completely blanked on that. Had a lot going on. I apologize. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's um, a war on, so. <laughs> there's a war on. So, yeah. All right, guys. Uh, thank you for listening. You can find all your fun stuff about the show at supernatpod.rocks. Uh, you can hit us up on the Twitter at SuperNatPod. David is also now having access to that, so <laughs> it's going to read like a Twitter account with schizophrenia. <laughs> so, uh, David, anything you want to plug? 
Uh, yeah, make sure you follow the Supernatural Selection Twitter account. You'll get to see the latest host card that I drew, which was uh, Clark Wayne, the ever-elusive Clark Wayne as the Mothman. We're going to get him on for a couple episodes coming up, yeah. like a two-episode run. And, and uh, then, yeah. Yeah, and if, if you would like a card for yourself, you know, we I am going to be working on doing them for patrons. You have to support the show at a certain level, but you'll get your own cryptid card. Um you know, I'll, I'll draw whatever cryptid you want. Um, I've also been kind of doodling, like, myself as a Kentucky Goblin. I love uh, that drawing, by the way. Yeah, I think I'm going to try to turn that into a t-shirt. Uh, t-shirt. Oh, I love, yeah, no, what was it, Screech's pun? Yeah. Yeah, so, um, you know, just, I'm, I'm having fun with it. I'm doodling and everything like that. And uh, I would like to doodle more cryptid cards for people, so. Right. Yeah. Very cool. Uh, Mike, you got anything you want to plug? Mm, mm, mm. No. Okay. <laughs> Fucking baloney smuggler. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> All right. So that's it for this week. Thank you again for listening. Uh, we'll be back next week with some fun, fun stuff. Uh, thank you again to everyone for your support and all the new listeners. We would not be doing this without you. Don't forget, we do have a Patreon if you would like to support us. Uh, we also take donations, and we are currently advertising web comics or mm-hmm. podcasts. If you uh, have a podcast you would like to advertise, uh, what is it, like $2 an episode right now? Yeah, I'll probably have to modify that graphic, but I'll, I'll do so. And yeah, we're off yeah. to do a podcast too. But yeah, so uh, if you wanna if you wanna advertise with us, we're we're down for that. Hit us up uh, in the DMs on Twitter. It's actually working now, so you can actually do that. <laughs> Slide into our DMs. Slide like goldfish. Oh God, fuck. So, uh, I guess that's it. We'll see you guys next week. So until then, stay safe and stay frosty. Goodbye. Later. Guard your baloney. Meow, 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 meow. Meow, 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 meow.